this is Junior Bruce, your buddy buddy and mine. And I'll be giving you the blow-by-blow, play-by-play when the kings and queens of the open road roar onto the track. Yo, yo, what's everybody, man? It's back. East Society Podcast. ESP Rewind. Yeah, I'm rolling solo like Han uh, this episode, so let's just jump right into it. I am coming to you with the 1975 sci-fi action thriller, I guess if you want to call it that. But this is Death Race 2000. The year 2000. America is a vast speedway. People line the streets to witness the greatest drivers on earth in a race from sea to shining sea. This is a death race. You finish first, or not at all. Death Race 2000. Every car a deadly weapon. Every spectator a potential point. cross-country road wreck, and the traffic is murder. Who are you, anyway? Best driver on Earth. I don't want you to die. He was built by the world's finest surgeons to drive the fastest car ever designed, and nothing can stop him now. Death Race 2000, rated R. In a dystopian future across country... Uh, let me start that over. <laughs> Just in a dystopian future, comma, a cross-country automobile race requires contestants to run down innocent pedestrians to gain points that are told based on each kill's brutality. Okay. This is directed by Paul Bartell, written by Robert Tom, Charles B. Griffith, and Ib. McQuire? I, I don't know how to say that last name. Um, but anyway, this stars the late and great David Carradine, Simone Griffith, and Mary Warnov. I think that's how you say her last name. Uh, Sensei Crease, Martin Cove, Roberta Collins, Louisa Mortez, or Mortz, or Moritz. I don't know how to say her last name. Uh, Joyce Jameson. Hmm, let me see who else. Um, oh, duh. Uh, <laughs> the great Sylvester Stallone as Machine Gun Joe Viterbo. Okay, everyone. Death Race 2000. I seen this movie. Ooh. I think I was like around eight, eight years old, I would say. And this was one of those movies that um, looking at like Starlog or one of those sci-fi magazines. I remember pictures of it, but I didn't I didn't really know what it was. But uh, we had Showtime back in the day. That's like when we very when we got when we was that. I, I guess it was. It was the very first time that we had cable. Um. No, wait. Uh, it had to have been in the early 80s when I saw this. Or whenever Showtime came out, I, I, I couldn't tell you <laughs> when the, that, that started. But the, anyway, that's the that's the first time 
that I had seen it. I mean, again, remember looking at it in, in magazines and pictures and not really knowing what it is. I mean, I know who I knew who David Carradine was because of uh, Kung Fu. If you guys watch that series. So and of course, Rocky uh, Sylvester Stallone, he's been in some other movies uh, before this one. Um, uh, I, don't, I guess I must have saw the trailer. Or the little uh, TV spot on Showtime. And I said, oh, this, this looks cool. Because, I mean, I was always fascinated with fast cars and, and all that. So, why not? I didn't really know what the premise was of the film. So, one night that it came on, it was uh, myself, my older brother, my, and my mom and dad. Uh, there was just the, the four of us at the time. I don't think my brother Daryl was there yet. If he was, he might have been a baby, but I don't remember. But I just remember the four of us sitting in the living room watching this. I assume we must have just told my dad that we wanted to see this because I, I doubt my mom would want have any interest in this. But anyway, so but she sat there and watched it uh, with us. And I, I've always loved it. I was just, again, like I was fascinated with cars, but the way these cars looked, um, they looked awesome, like Frankenstein, uh, David Carradine's character. He had his awesome little dragon-like car. It was green. Uh, I think it was a, um, a Corvette that they just altered and made it look cool. It had teeth in the front and had this like uh, little spiky thing going over the top. Uh, Sylvester Stallone's car, uh, Machine Gun Joe. His was a black, I couldn't tell you what kind of car is. And obviously they made the frame for it and everything, but it had, um, he was, his character was from Chicago and he was portraying like a gangster. So he had two Tommy guns where, uh, the headlight should be. And right in the center of the hood was this big, huge, uh, knife. So I thought that was cool. And... Um, there was a little Nazi car. There was a, another car that, uh, was, hmm, I think, oh, it was, uh, Calamity Jane, uh, Mary Waranoff. I think that's how you say her last name. Her car was a, um, it was like, it looked like it had the, like cow, not cow skin, but like a cow pattern, but. And it had, um, or a bull, let's say, okay, it was a bull. Because it had these big bull horns, like those big hook'em horns. Uh, so, that was cool. And there was another car, Martin Cove's car. I can't remember what that one was. Um, he didn't last very long in it. So, I could, I could even tell you what his car looked like. I just watched this, too. I don't remember uh, much. Let me see if I can find some images. Of it, okay. There's Machine Gun Joe. There's Calamity Jane's. The um, Nazi-looking car was there. Um. Okay, here's a shot. His car looked. Hey, come on! I'm just trying to see. It was. Um. I don't. I don't know. Maybe some kind of cat or not cat but like maybe a lion or a tiger or something because it's got eyes uh it's got the little snout and it's got teeth 
uh, up where the grill is. Um, if you guys have no idea what I'm talking about, go look. Go look on. on uh, just look up Death Race thousand, Death Race two thousand cars and and see what I'm talking about. But the little Nazi gal, what was her name? I can't remember. I think it was Matilda the Hun. She was the one. She had a um a little Nazi looking car. Uh, it had a like a, a little point, a little sticky thing sticking out the center of of the front of the car, and it looked like it had like a big rocket, uh, not like a a rocket to shoot, like a big uh, jet type of thing, like for an engine or something. But it didn't do much. That was probably like the weak one of the weakest one looking cars out of it, because I liked um, uh, the little cow car, and I think this is some kind of maybe a tiger or lion car or whatever. I liked that, and Machine Gun Joe's car, the Sylvester Stallone, his car was badass, but I was always in love of uh, with Frankenstein's car because his car just looks awesome. All right. Um, anyway, so but this one it was in the the future. So because this is what it says: uh, after the world crash of of seventy nine, massive civil unrest and an economic ruin occurs. The United States government is restricted into a totalitarian. Regime under martial law to pacify the population. The government has created the transcontinental road race where a group of drivers race across the country in their high powered cars and with and which is infamous for violence, gore and innocent pedestrians being struck and killed for bonus points. Uh, in the year 2000, the five drivers uh, in the 20th annual race who will adhere to professional, well, professional wrestling style personas. I guess, yeah. I'm reading this off of Wikipedia, everyone. Uh, drive up, uh, apparently themed cars. It's just the cars, okay. But anyway, so yes, it's it's in the future. Uh, America is not America anymore. I can't remember what exactly they called it, but it was New America or something stupid like that. Um, and they became, they started this race, uh, the transcontinental, uh, road race, but everyone, some people, I don't know, from what I remember reading some other things that just the public referred to it as death race 2000, I guess, or something like that. I can't remember. Um, cause I remember, remember rewatching this. It's on a uh, freebie or Tubi or one of those ones. If you guys haven't seen this film, if you don't mind the ads, um, the Blu-ray is out of print. I thought I had it, but I don't. And I am not paying that price for, uh, the out of print Blu-ray. It's like pretty much close to a hundred dollars for it. I'm like, yeah, that's nah, all right. Someone will, someone will put it out again. But anyway, uh, yeah, this is produced by, uh, the great Roger Corman. So, you know, when you, we see, when you see his name attached, uh, to this, you know, it's just going to be crazy because, what I loved about it, other than just being uh, 70s cheese, um, the the title, when we see the, the credits in the beginning, it's like someone just hand drew it with like colored pencils or something. Um, it's kind of like a little, that little psychedelic type of thing. And then when the actual name, the, the title of the film comes across screen, Death Race 2000, it's like hand drawn again. I mean, I don't. 
maybe they didn't have the budget to do credits or or, or or good animation or whatever. So somebody just drew it out real quick. Not saying that it's bad. I mean, I, I appreciate art. But I always thought that just gave it an extra, like, cheese for it. But, I mean, it's cool, though. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a crazy movie. I love um, what's happening. But uh, also... Um, they're trying to make it look futuristic. In the movie, they start off in New York and they're racing to New L.A. So it's cross-country race. But New York doesn't look like New York. I mean, obviously, this was filmed in California because it looks like California. So, but Especially when they're out in the open and when they're driving in the in the country. Out in the country, it just looks like uh, somewhere in the California mountains. So, but I, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't make this movie. Uh, it doesn't take anything away. Obviously, you're just supposed to look over it with your with your imagination. But also, um, since they're trying to make this look all futuristic, when they show uh, like buildings and everything, it looks like some of it is real buildings. But then they added uh, more in the back to make it look futuristic. Only in actually in a, in a couple scenes. Um, but what I liked about it is it just hand drawn uh, again, and it just looks like they just stuck it back there. <laughs> I mean, for those of you that aren't or new, uh, younger than me, uh, you'll watch this and laugh at all the the stuff that's going on. But you got you got to give it to the seventies, man. This is practical effects. This is in the all or nothing days in the seventies when all the cars were practical. Uh, there was real drivers crashing around and everything in it and the effects of when the people were getting run over and killed uh, during the race. Practical effects. It's not too gory. There is a head crushing scene. Um, some cars, people get hit and, and run over and arms get torn off uh, a couple characters, but not, not a lot. There is nudity in this. There's no sex, but... Um, you got the, the blood and, and, and the violence and, and everything in this film. So for me, as a little kid watching this, it had everything that I wanted in a, in a, a race car film is what I always thought of it. But anyway, so, uh, they're all gearing up for this race and everybody is, uh, like the whole country is like. It's like watching the Super Bowl. Um, so this obviously goes for days, but they kind of just speed it along uh, in the movie because everyone's watching it. There's all fans of everyone. I'm sure there's betting going on and everything. But the president of the uh, the new state or whatever, uh, he is... Again, it's 70s, so they, they try to make everything... I mean, obviously, they made all the uh, the futuristic-looking things in this. Uh, and I guess that's how they figured the 2000s technology was going to look. I mean, it's all cheesy. Again, I love it, but it's so cheesy. It does not look like anything we have today. <laughs> but, uh, hey, man, they, they try, they, what they thought uh, the 2000s were going to look like. So, anyway, so... The president, he's he's all behind this race and everything, but there's is a a resistance group led by 
I think it's Tamisina Payne. I think I can't remember her name. A descendant of the of the seventeen seventies uh, American Revolutionary War hero Thomas Payne. <laughs> she runs this um, little uh, resistance group that's trying to stop uh, the race and trying to take down the this new uh, totalitarian regime. Um. Because uh, the flag is changed, it's red. It's got the, um, the the lines that go across the the stripes, but where the stars are, it's like a fist with a uh, a lightning bolt in it. So that's what the new, oh, excuse me, that's what the new flag looks like. Um, but this um, these little rebels that are out there trying to fight them all. They have, they're about the American, the, the original American way. They're still, uh, got the stars and stripes, uh, with the U S flag. So everyone, they're, they're trying to stop everything. Cause they just do not like the way the country's being run. Basically this is this, the, the new rules are like, cause the constitution is out the window that whatever they say goes. So it's. One of those crazy type of uh, things going on in this futuristic uh, United States or whatever they called it. Excuse me. So when we see all these characters in the film, you see Machine Gun Joe, of course. Like I said, he's a um, he's a gangster looking guy. Um, Matilda the Hun, she's dressed in her little Nazi gear, and Calamity Jane, she's dressed up in, uh, kind of like a cowboy type of gear. Uh, they also have, uh, navigators that are with them, and each racer has a navigator. And the Matilda the Hun one, yeah, she's got the big swastika on her helmet and the whole Nazi bullshit uh, when we're introduced to uh, Sylvester Stallone's character, Machine Gun Joe, I love it because he's all dressed up, all gangster. He pulls up into the crowd where the race begins, and everyone's booing him and all that. And he pulls out this Tommy gun and just, 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 just starts shooting in the air. Uh, obviously blanks because I'm sure he's not shooting real bullets over a crowd, but I don't know. Who knows? This is a, a new future. So. So yeah, but uh, the main character in this is Frankenstein, and he is like the winner. He is the one to beat in in the in the race. So, but I've always loved, other than the way his car is just badass. Uh, I w- I always liked the little cheesiness of how his uh, outfit was. Not so much the little skin tight black. A jumpsuit that he was wearing with all these zippers like Michael Jackson. Uh, his character, again, he's su- supposed to be um, the reason they call him Frankenstein or he took that uh, that character name is because during all these races that he's had, um, he's he's gotten into all kinds of accidents. He's like they broke it, his leg broke and was replaced uh, he, his arm was tore off during the race. His face was all mangled in a crash. And they did all kinds of these operations on him to put him back together again. So that's why he's Frankenstein. But the way he looks, 
And we all know how David Carradine looks if you're familiar with that with that actor. Uh, rest in peace. Um, his face, he's got like uh, it looks like um, one of those bondage black masks, but it's only uh, it just it just covers his face because he's he's wearing a hood, and uh, it's got the the two big eyes. But on his on his his right eye, it looks like it was burned because uh, when he when they're explaining when. He's explaining to his um, co-pilot or his navigator. He his she was he was telling her all where uh, how his face got all mangled and everything. So his eye, his right his left his right eye looks like it's a, like it was burned and everything, and his mouth looks kind of weird. So, but the coolest thing I always thought was his helmet. Um, it wouldn't do much as far as protection. Because this is obviously obviously just made for for looks. Because everyone, all the other drivers that are driving around in there, they have like uh, uh, old seventies motorcycle helmets on, so they have like real helmets. But his his custom helmet, it's black, comes over his head, and it's got the two little uh, little bolts that stick out of Frankenstein's neck on his helmet. So basically, it looks like it's coming out of his ears. But that's how he looks. Again, it, if you do not know who how he looks, just Death Race 2000 Frankenstein and look at the, the costume that David Carradine had to wear. <laughs> so so the race, uh, yeah, oh, so, so their idea is kill as many people as you can to get all these points and get across the country. Um, and while the the country is watching and the, the rebels or whatever you want to call them, are trying to stop them, uh, and put with the, all kinds of things. Say they they set out mines in one scene. Uh, they sent out all these people, uh, other soldier like, well, the resistance soldiers, trying to stop them and everything. But as a little kid watching this film, when I find out that you got to run over people to get points, I can't remember the exact um, point system. Let me see if I can. Let me see if I can find something about it. Um, obviously, you probably could. Um, let me see. No one's putting it up. I don't see. Maybe I'm just not look typing in the wrong thing. But anyway, like okay, like people maybe to thirty or like. 10 points and stuff like that. The older you are, the the higher points you are. Except if you're like a baby, uh, I think your points are more than, than the older people. I, I can't remember exactly. But, okay, here it is. Uh, the scoring system is easy to follow. Women are worth 10 points more than men in all age brackets. Teenagers are worth 40 points. Toddlers under 12 are worth 70 uh, the big score, however, is anyone over 75. Okay, I, I thought the babies were uh, more. But anyway, the, oh, the anyone over 75 is worth a big 100 points. Okay, so yeah, that that's the point system uh, in this film. So again, pretty much everybody know. Again, everyone knows this race is going on, so they're obviously either in the house and not out in the roadways and everything. So yeah, because along the way, they do kind of, uh, they ran over one guy that was just like, or Machine Gun Joe, 
he ran over this one dude that was this little old fisherman that uh, mistakenly called him Frankenstein. So Machine Gun Joe got mad and chased him and ran him down. <laughs> what I loved about that scene when he runs him over, uh, he runs him over, obviously a dummy. Uh, his back tire is on the the old the fisherman's butt. And then he just, he peels out and water's shooting out. And then all of a sudden the water turns to blood. Um, the the gore in this is, is minimal, but they show it really fast. So... Uh, I don't know how the rating systems worked back in the 70s. But so anyway, so that that's pretty much how the race is going again. And the resistance is trying to stop them um, when the uh, the drivers, every time somebody kills someone, it's, it's broadcasted. Um, one of the other deaths was uh, Machine Gun Joe. Other than he ran over that little guy, he um they were pulling into some city along the way. I'm, I'm going out of order, everyone. He pulled into the city and there was, there was these guys hanging up a sign and it said Frankenstein. He's like, where's welcome Machine Gun Joe or where Joe or whatever he said. So he gets mad. And there's the, again, there's two guys putting up the sign. So there's one guy on the ladder and there's another guy on the ground. So he, he hauls ass, knocks the guy off the ladder. He falls to the ground. He spins around. Uh, Machine Gun Joe looks over at the other dude that's standing there. He, um, the two guys that were putting up the sign, they were like arguing with each other. So, but the one, the guy that was on the ground, machine goes, "Hey, what do you think I should do? Should I get him?" And then he's like, "Yeah." That guy gives him the thumbs down, and then uh, machine and Joe runs him over. Uh, but they, I think he stabbed him. Oh, yeah, he stabs him with um, the big knife on the front of his car. And uh, one, they actually show more, his his kills a little bit more, from what I remember. Um, because there was another scene there was, uh, when they, when the race began, they're all hauling ass down this road. Um, and then there's these road workers, uh, one that the guy jackhammering the cement, he's got headphones on. So he doesn't hear all the other road crew sees a machine gun Joe coming. So they all jump out of the way. And then he goes, that guy has his back to the car and that big knife just slices him right between the legs. Uh, we see the blood, then he falls over, and he's dead. I guess I'd want to be dead, too, because I'm sure that didn't feel good. Wait, wait, okay. Yeah, he got cut. But um, the big knife that was on, on, the, on the front of his car, it wasn't like a double-sided blade. So you, if you guys know knives, um, only one side is a sharp part. Sharp part. Uh, it, was like a, it looked like a big buck knife blade. And the top part is flat. And it's not sharpened, but it's a movie. <laughs> so, but yeah, his kill. Frankenstein ran over a few people. Uh, there was one scene where they were at the the geriatric hospital, and all the nurses and doctors were pushing the old people out in the road so Frankenstein can drive right through them. Um, and so he's hauling ass towards them. Right before he gets to the old people, he cuts to the right and goes. Uh, down this little uh, walkway where all the, the the nurses and orderlies and I think it was doctors as well standing there hiding, uh, watching, and he just doo, 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 he just rolls down the line and knocks them. They all go flying in the air, and then he blah, gets back on the street and blah, hauls ass down the road. So uh, his co-pilot was like, "That was you just missed out on like three hundred points." He went, "That's nah, all right." He goes. Killing the nurses and the doctors, I guess, made him feel better. So, 
Um, he did that one, but I think that was the only. Oh, he there was a. Um, I'm jumping all over the place, everyone. So I, you don't really need to take this film in order. Uh, there was um, fans of Frankenstein, and she kind of met him at one of the stops and told him like, "I love you, and I'm gonna give myself to you tomorrow." So the next day, he's hauling ass down the road. Uh, there's all these ladies standing in the road, and they all run out of the way. But the one that uh, confessed her love to Frankenstein, she's standing in the middle of the road, and he just hauls ass and hits her. So, I don't know. He was like, his co-pilot went, why'd you do that? Why'd you do that to her? And he goes, because she said she loved me. And I was like, okay. I mean, I mean, there's, I'm fans of things, too, but I'm not going to throw... Uh, put my life in danger or lose my life because of some somebody I like, some wrestler I liked. Hell no. But anyway, yeah, it's a movie. So, um, oh, there was Matilda, not Matilda, um, Calamity Jane. She was, uh, when she was hauling ass down the road, there was this, uh, again, she's got the big uh, bullhorns on the front of her car. There was like a matador standing in the road. So she tried to go at him, but then he had this big, uh, that red blanket or whatever it's called. And he was, uh, ole or whatever they say <laughs> when he goes by. And she was, she was doing donuts and going back. And he was just like, he was fighting a bull. And then she finally got fed up with him and just hauled ass hella fast and hit him and killed him. Um, Matilda, the oh, Matilda, the hun, I think they showed her kill someone. I can't remember, but I do remember uh calamity jane uh her car um her co-pilot was trying to fix something over it so he was his his body was under the car but his legs were sticking out and matilda the hun came hauling at the, the nazi chick she came hauling ass got real close to the to the car and ran over her um uh calamity jane's um uh, co-pilot so she's like ah you ain't killing my co-pilot so she went chasing after her so, I mean, there was other deaths in the film that were just funny. Um, who was it that, I think, uh, somebody was hauling ass down the road. There, were, there was um, some guys trying to stop the race. They were over, I think it was three of them. They were over a manhole. And um, I think it was Frankenstein who drove through first. Um and then, uh, so the the three guys that were over the manhole, two of them jumped in, and the the second guy closed the manhole. So the third guy was still up on there. He jumped down onto it, but uh, the the what you call it, the, the 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 manhole cover was on, and boom, they just ran him, ran him down, and they were like, ah, yeah, so. Um, let me hold on. Okay. Anyway, so they ran, uh, they ran him over and then that guy, uh, I'm sorry, everyone, I'm losing my train of thought. Um, so they killed the first guy they couldn't get in the manhole and boom, the car took off. The next car was coming and, uh, the, the two guys that were in the, um, they jumped in the manhole first. They were sticking. They stuck their heads out 
of the manhole and they're laughing because the other guy that was with him was dead. And here comes another car. I think it was Machine Gun Joe. He came riding uh, behind him and boom, just slammed, killed them, basically cutting, uh, bashing their heads and cutting one of the guy's arms off because he ran over the manhole. So th- there was just crazy stuff like that. There was another scene where um, Matilda the Hun, the, the resistance people were out there trying to stop her. But um, they put some stuff out in the road, and then but then they went and hid behind this little uh, little wall they made, like out of pallets or something. But she comes around and just sees, and because she, she sees what they're doing, but then she kind of tricks them, comes around behind those guys hiding, and runs them over. Um, so yeah, it was pretty much uh, the other other stuff like that happening in it. But um, as this is going, they're they're trying to stop the uh the drivers uh, the first one that gets killed was uh was martin cove's uh character's name i can't remember uh oh he was nero the hero um he oh they were driving uh through the country and they see this lady and her kids uh having a picnic so they're like they go for the lady go and and the baby because there was a baby laying there on the um uh, in a little baby cradle thing and they they were uh, they go hauling ass straight for him uh, everyone jumps up and runs out of the way um the, the mom and the kids and then the navigator's like get the baby get the baby because they left the baby on the blanket and we see that car coming full speed for the baby the camera kind of goes on the so we see it's a doll like a, a baby doll. Um, and when they drive over it, there was explosives in the doll. So as soon as they hit the doll, like the car blows up. So he's dead. But um, as they were trying to uh, get away, um, the drivers are, are starting to get picked off because uh, Calamity Jane, she gets kind of veered off by these guys that were chasing her. And she... Uh, was trying to get away and she runs over a mine and her car blows up. Um, Matilda the Hun, she is racing down the road and um, there, uh, these guys are in the road. They put this detour sign up. So she kind of turns uh, off to the right and think it's a, um, thinks that it's a tunnel. Because they also hold up this big thing, the big cardboard cutout thing they made. It looked like a tunnel entrance. So when she took that detour sign, she went hauling ass, going straight, thinking she was going in a tunnel. But just they put it in front of this cliff, and it just went. She went off the cliff and and, and blew up. So, um, so yeah, those those three. It was five drivers total. So those two, those three drivers died. The last two were um, Machine Gun Joe and Frankenstein. Um, but Frankenstein and Machine Gun Joe have been fighting with you, with each other the the whole time, so um, they're kind of hauling ass down this road. This is uh, pretty much the ending of the film. They go hauling ass down the road. They're cutting each other off and all that. So it, it's a cool scene if you like these car crashing things when they're driving down the road, hauling ass, crashing into each other. Uh, they're doing that, but. Um, the the reason um the the resistance they're trying to other than they're trying to stop the race they 
they want to stop Frankenstein as well. So his co-pilot was actually the, the, the daughter of the Lady of the Resistance. So they, um, someone's texting me. Oh, okay. Um, uh, she, she's the daughter of the Resistance, and their plan was to basically kill um kill Frankenstein sorry my wife's texting me too um so she's that was because Frankenstein things were happening and he was starting to wonder how do they know where I am and all this so that he found he realized kind of talked to her and she told him the plan and who she was and she goes, well, I'm supposed to kill you, basically. And he's like, well, I hope not, because I have a mission, too. Frankenstein also wants to end all the, the tyranny that's going on in the new United States. So he's like, he, he came up with a plan. He goes, yeah, the winner of the race, the president, uh, the, the winner gets to go up to the president and shake his hand. He goes, so um, when I go up to there, he, he's basically going to assassinate the president. And he had, uh, I can't remember which hand, I think it was his left hand. Or was it his left or right hand? I can't remember. Anyway, one of his hands, there was a uh, a grenade. So his hand was fake, but it had a grenade in it. So he goes, yeah, when I go up to shake his right hand. So when he goes up to shake the president's hand, boom, he would blow up. So that was one of the plans. So she's like, okay. So, But he still trusted her. He didn't like kill her or anything, so... Cause she, I assume, just because she was truthful to him, so they're they're hauling ass down the road, and Joe and those guys are he's are chasing him, uh, crashing into him. I, I fast forwarded everyone, <laughs> and um, they're uh, the the his uh, driver, um, his co-pilot, Jeff Frankenstein's co-pilot, like, give me your hand. So she go, he goes, why? So he goes, he takes, unscrews the hand, pulls the pin on the grenade that's in the hand, and tosses it over into machine gun joe's car and his co-pilot's like oh my god it's a hand and he's like what what and then their car blows up so that's end of machine gun joe oh other the resistance they came at him in an airplane that was trying to chase him and and dropping explosives and everything on him so that was a cool scene uh while frankenstein is hauling ass down this road and this dirt road and everything's blowing up around him and that that plane is flying around but he ends up kind of doing some fancy car work and the plane crashes in the side of a mountain. So uh, I think they were counting some of the deaths of the, of the resistance people that were getting killed. I think that was the majority of the people that were getting killed in this film. But anyway, so all the racers are dead except for Frankenstein. He comes rolling up to or uh, during one of the, the attacks on him, he, he kind of got shot in the shoulder. So... Um, he was like, other than he got this like bullet hole in his shoulder and he's missing his right hand. <laughs> he, he still got to get to the race. So he goes hauling ass down, down the road. But, um, the car pulls up. We see uh Frankenstein driving up to where the president's at in, in new LA. Um, so he's up on this podium. He stops his car. He gets out and starts walking uh, up the stairs to shake hands with the president and then we see um frankenstein pulls out like this little pocket knife like he's gonna stab uh the president um so while the crowd is watching 
the leader of the resistance, that lady, she has a gun and I don't know how good, I guess she's an excellent shot. So she shot. So I don't, I don't know exactly how far away she was from Frankenstein walking up those stairs. But when he got to the top of the stairs by the president, she fired, she shot and kind of hit him. So he went falling down the stairs and all the security and cops tackled that lady. Um, and then the, the president is looking down and they take uh, Frankenstein's mask off and it's not him. It's uh, his co-pilot, the lady. So then we go back to his car and he comes crawling out. He was like hiding, I guess. So he comes up out of the seat and he gets in the car. The president's looking around and then Frankenstein like guns it and wah, goes straight at the podium, crashes into that. The president comes falling down, so he's dead on top of uh, Frankenstein's car. So I don't know why all the security didn't rush him and tackle him, but uh, they kind of just, okay, the president's dead, and Frankenstein, you're all good, because after that scene, uh, we go, I don't know how much further into the future, I mean, probably within a month or two, Um, but... Uh, Frankenstein is marrying his his uh, navigator. Her name was Annie Smith. He's marrying her and uh, everything. Oh, oh, during all this, um, the the what's his name? He was a race announcer. Um, was it Carly Benson? Carl Benson is that his name? He played a uh, Harold, but he, he was. Um, uh, Rock and Ricky Rialto, uh, that voice from uh, Gremlins, and he was uh, he was also um, in uh, Rock and Roll High School. He did a lot of Roger Corman's films, but yeah, there's him and there's another lady. I think her name was Myra. They're interviewing all these people because, like, the very first guy that got killed, they were interview. She was interviewing his wife uh, and all this, all this craziness. Um, some of the, the families of the people they were getting run over, they were getting like compensated, uh, with things because, oh, your, your husband or whoever gave his life, uh, for the race and, and stuff like that. And cause one of the ladies, husbands that got killed, they bought her a house in like Puerto Rico or something like that. So anyway, so president is dead. Everything kind of goes, uh, different because, Frankenstein, I guess I, I guess this is how the law works in, in this future. Since Frankenstein killed the president, he became the president of uh, which he turned it back into the United States. So I was like, okay. <laughs> but anyway, so he's like, all right, I'm uh I'm out of here, everyone. He had just got married uh to Annie, so they're getting in their car. But here comes the the one radio announcer guy. He's like, "How can you do this? Uh, this is everybody wants the race. Everybody wants death and violence." And then he's he's while he's screaming all this, Frankenstein's sitting in his car and he just blah guns it and runs him over. So and then they ride off into the sunset for their honeymoon, and that is the end of the film. <laughs> so uh, it's goofy and everything, but I I love it. I mean, I just ran through this as quick as possible but uh, there's other things in it but the, i mean there isn't really much to see uh you, you don't watch this type of film for the story you just want to see the, the death that's going on in it anyway um i guess the budget says uh three hundred 
thousand two five hundred and thirty thousand is what the budget was for this, and it boxed office uh, five to eight million. I assume maybe somewhere in between these, this 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 this, this money is what they think. I mean, this is what Wikipedia says, everyone. But um, but yeah, this movie is awesome. I love it. It's just total cheese. Uh, let me read the poster. In the year 2000, hit-and-run driving is no longer a felony. It's a national sport. David Carradine, Death Race 2000, a cross-country road wreck. Okay, <laughs> that's what they're calling it. So, but right on, right on. Again, this movie's awesome. If you got Tubi or Freebie or whatever that one's called, it's on there. Uh, for you collectors, if you feel like dropping that one bill on a, a out of print the movie, um, I'm I'm not the one. I couldn't do it. I'd pay fifty for an out of print film, but I ain't paying a hundred. So, but anyway, Death Race two thousand, awesome film. Check it out if you want. Um, and yeah, that's gonna be it. I think I'm gonna do some more crazy car rewinds. Um. So anyway, we'll see how it goes. But anyway, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Come back for more next time. So until then, be safe out there and party on. President Frankenstein, you can't call off the race. The American people won't stand for it. Get out of the way, Junior. The race is the symbol of everything we hold dear, our American way of life. Sure, it's violent, but that's the way we love it. Violent, violent, violent. And that's why we love you. Frank, do we have to listen to this? Be violent. No.